0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 14 of the Everyday Enthusiast podcast, all mobile, all the time. I am Chris, your Everyday Enthusiast, and here I like to talk about some of the things that interested me the most over the last week. Before we get started, I just wanted to say that this podcast is available on your favorite podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and Overcast. If you want to like, rate, and subscribe where applicable, that would be greatly appreciated. I can also be reached at everydayenthusiastpodcast at gmail.com. No dots, dashes, or spaces. Again, that's everydayenthusiastpodcast at gmail.com. All right, on with the show. Okay, so first up here is our fun section, follow-up updates and notes. Uh, I am a day late here. My son was home from daycare yesterday. Uh, they were closed due to weather. We got some terrible, terrible snow. Uh, very cold temperatures, and it's going to be the same tomorrow uh, with uh, temperatures. Uh, well, the the wind chill getting to about negative thirty, negative twenty-five or thirty or something like that. So more to come. Uh, so, anyways, I'm a little late getting to the podcast. Uh, there was very little time, and today was a lot of catch up. Um, The second thing here in the fun section is just a short realization, right? Uh, I'm realizing something about myself the more I do this podcast. I really gravitate toward the mobile stories, mobile devices. Uh, Literally every topic I wanted to talk about today is in reference to something mobile. Now, I knew this about myself, but the podcast has really highlighted it. Uh, we have talked a lot about smaller gadgets and phones and, and how, how I, I tend to lean that way. So this is no shock to anyone, but just something interesting interesting to see unfold. Although I am not going to limit myself uh, and change the focus of the podcast. You could say that, uh, that that might actually help me gain listeners, but that's not really my necessarily my end goal so uh, you know I don't want to kind of you know limit myself there there are plenty of times where I have other things I want to talk about so anyway just a little bit of meandering okay on to topic number one the SE is back now uh, not not the not this past weekend but the weekend before it was spotted that Apple was selling the iPhone SE on its clearance site and for a crazy $249 for the 32 gigabyte variant and $299 for the 128 gigabyte variant. At first, this got my mind running. Uh, Are they testing the waters to see if people are clamoring for smaller phones? Are they thinking about releasing an iPhone SE2? But after I had some time to think it through, I'm sure that this was just some back stock that they had found and needed to get rid of. I would love to believe that they're working on an updated version of the SE, but I doubt that that is the case. And just so you are aware, they sold out very quickly. And I think that they actually put more up there at one point after they sold out, but then they sold out again very, very quickly which leads me to believe that there there were not that many of these things. Uh, It further emphasizes the likelihood that it was just a random pallet that they found and needed to get rid of. Okay, Uh, what they need to do is update this and sell it in their problem markets like India for a great price. They are really hurting there because they don't have the entry level phones that most people are looking for in those up-and-coming markets, but even if they did that, I don't know that we would that they would sell them here. Uh, it could potentially cut into the sales of the crazy expensive flagship phones that they have—the 10s and 10s Max, and even the 10R some. Uh, and you know, with the overall declining smartphone market, I don't think that they would want to do that really. Okay, moving on, we have uh, our, our next topic here is Google speed. Now, I much prefer Google Maps over Apple Maps. And as much as I like the features of Waze, I can't stand the bubbly design and rarely ever use it. But the one thing that I like about those two over Google Maps was that they showed me the current speed limit. That is until now. Reports started coming out on the 19th that Google Maps will now show the posted speed limit for the roads that you are on. This isn't a huge news story, but one that I have been waiting for, so I just wanted to bring it up. And a quick update here, uh, since writing down my notes, I have seen it, and it is very nice. It's a tiny, tiny little change, but it is very nice to see what that posted speed limit is constantly while you're driving. Okay, moving on to more Google here. VoIP over, vo- uh, sorry, VoIP to voice. Uh, a report came out that Google will be rolling out voice over IP or VoIP uh, to Google Voice. I'm sure that this is because they will be sunsetting the classic Hangouts app, which right now does support the feature. I think that VoIP or again, voice over IP. Uh, as you know as making calls it, it, it well what it is is it's making calls using your Wi-Fi or your cellular data and that is opposed to um, your cellular signal okay so depending on how many of you are use iPhones this is the same as using FaceTime audio uh, that is Kind of big news for me personally, or this is kind of big news, given that I use Google Voice every single day, all day long for work, and if, for whatever reason, I have a poor cell signal, but I'm on Wi-Fi, then I can use that Wi-Fi connection to make calls and not have to worry about calls dropping all the time. The other thing this means is that you can now put Google Voice on devices that don't have a phone number, like a tablet, uh, and use it there as well. I have not yet seen the update, but it is supposed to be rolling out over the next couple of days or a week and a half or something like that. So I'm hoping that I see it soon because I would really like to start using that. Okay, moving on to Samsung news here. We have the Samsung uh, Galaxy S10 leaks. So last week, there were a ton of leaks of the upcoming Galaxy S10 and S10+. Plus. So much so that they should just release them now. I mean, they won't do this, obviously, given that I'm sure they have spent a ton of money and invested money in an event on February 20th. But we basically know what the phones will look like. So, what kind of reveal will it be anyway? So, what uh, are all of those things that we already know based on these leaks? Uh, we are getting that hole punch display that they call the Infinity O display. There is no fingerprint scanner, meaning that it's either going to solely use face unlock uh, or An in-display fingerprint sensor. And I think that an in-display sensor is more likely here. Uh, There's three cameras on the back and a headphone jack as well. And something about a cryptocurrency wallet, but I'm not even touching on that. That is not my foray, so. Read up on that what you will. There is not much more to say here other than to say that these, these could be prototypes, okay? So they may not be what we actually see next month. That said, they look great. Obviously, I am interested in the smaller of the two, but I will be looking forward to the event on the 20th to see what we get. Okay, topic number five here is the Honor View 20's 48 megapixel camera. Now, I have gone on record in past episodes saying that this 48 megapixel hype is all marketing and it's all that, it's hype. And apparently, I was wrong. Now, I won't get into all the details, but the linked article from The Verge, uh, for all intents and purposes, says that they have managed to make great use of the hardware in that camera. But look, I still attest to what it all boils down to, and that is software processing and personal preference. If you look at the pictures from both of these phones, sometimes the iPhone will look better, and sometimes the Honor View 20 will look better. At that, at this point, It's a wash, right? You're going to get a great camera no matter what, at least at the higher end of the market that is. In the end, it depends on what you're going to do with the pictures, in my opinion. Uh, Are you looking to put them uh, or look at them on your phone and post them to social media? Or are you saving them and printing them out to print out posters to go on your wall? If the latter, then get the View 20. Um, There is gonna be more detail in the file with, a, with more megapixels, even if the pixels are smaller, there's gonna be more detail there, meaning more detail when you blow up the picture to larger sizes. But I don't think most people are doing that. I think most people are viewing them on their phones. And like I have said before, um, or I have said this before, but in the end, you have to try them both and choose what looks best for you. I know many people can't do that, me included. I, I can't really go and pick up the Honor View 20 because it's not available here. But if you are very particular about the that smartphone spec, that, that camera issue, then, uh, and that's the issue that matters to you most, then you will want to read the 8 billion articles on this topic. and. Make your choice then, or, or flip a coin. I, I don't know what, uh, what you can really do at this point. Okay? All right. Um, one thing, a quick update here. I didn't take notes on this, but I just want to throw it in here. It sounds a little bit like I'm sticking up for the iPhone camera. I will say the iPhone camera is starting to get eclipsed. In recent years, Um, they used to it used to be the default that if you wanted the best camera phone, you went to an iPhone. That is not the case anymore. There are so many good Android camera phones out there, specifically the Google Pixel 3 with their night sight and uh, what they're doing there. I mean, it's just a phenomenal camera phone. So anyway, take that for what it's worth. I just wanted to throw that in there. Okay, moving on here, more folding. We also got a short video from Xiaomi uh, that showed off their iteration of the folding phone craze that's coming. And honestly, it's the best that I have seen thus far. It shows one screen that has a fold on either side of the display that then wrap around the back. So it's kind of like a tri-fold, if you will. Well, it folds in two places, but it's got like three panels or three, portions of the same panel, if you will. Now, I have said before that I'm not all that interested in the folding phones. I just haven't seen the concept that convinces me I need this in my life. And even this one, which I really think looks the best of any of the ideas we have seen yet, just doesn't do it for me. I don't like that there is screen on the back of this one that doesn't turn off, or at least that's what it looks like in the video. But to each his own, more to come in this area, I guess. I'm sure we're gonna to see tons of these in probably the next, well, 12, 12 months, sometime this year. And speaking of folding phones, that Razer revival that we talked about last week. So there is to there is what looks to be like a kind of uh, application drawing for what could be this phone. And it looks amazing, okay? It, this thing it looks amazingly like the original Razer. On the outside, when it's folded up, it looks like the phone we all remember. But when you when opened, it it would actually have an, a full screen that runs the entire length of de, the device, um, as in all screen on the inside, no buttons of any kind that I can tell, as in not two different screens that's the big point here is that these folding phones all the a lot of concepts that you've seen in past years have been two two screens one on top and one on bottom this is one continuous screen okay Um, i take back what i said in my last topic honestly if i'm thinking here this is the concept that makes me want a folding phone mainly because it gives us the super small footprint when not being used unless that is it's a very Very much scaled up version of the old Razer, which I really hope that this is not the case, okay? I would love to have something the size of the old Razer phone, not at the rumored price that is uh, of $1,500, but still, okay. All right, moving on. I think our last topic here is the uh, Nintendo Switch sales. Look, I'm still kind of kicking myself for taking mine back. I bought one last year and had it for a couple of days, but after that I realized that I just don't have the time to play games. I don't even play games on my phone anymore. That is mostly due to the podcast and uh, a number of the the number of articles that I read for the podcast and and articles that I or sorry, podcasts that I listen to as well. I also like reading a lot, so there's a couple of shows that me and my wife watch in, in between me reading. Um, look, that's, that's not even when I have, or or sorry, that's just when I have free time. None of this takes into account working hours and time with my son. I make it a point to be as engaged and possible with him as possible with him when, when he's awake and around. Uh, but look, this is getting sidetracked. The article linked here is just a short read about Twitch sales or sorry, switch sales, uh, apparently it outsold every other gaming console for the entirety of last year. And it makes sense. Not only can you play this at home, but you can take it on the go as well. It essentially serves two purposes without having to purchase two separate things. At any rate, I love dual purpose products. I love mobile products as we just, you know, learned, uh, about myself earlier, uh, in the podcast. Uh, And the switch is just that in gadget form. So I wanted to bring that up and and give it a quick mention. Okay. All right, folks, that's all for today. As always, I can be reached at everydayenthusiastpodcast at gmail.com. No dots, dashes, or spaces. Again, that's everydayenthusiastpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find the show notes at everydayenthusiastpodcast.tumblr.com. As I said before, this podcast is available on your favorite podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and Overcast. Please like, rate, and subscribe. And until next time, Stay enthusiastic.